Are we ready? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Movie Worthy Woman. Movie Worthy Woman. Movie Worthy Woman. A series of short videos I do about women from history whose lives are worth commemorating in film, but they haven't been. And I would like to take note that I said the word commemorating right the first time and I did not fuck it up. Anyways, today we are talking about the Queen of War. That's right, Artemisia of Caria. What's Caria? It's a place. Where is it? I don't ask questions. I don't know the answer to. It's is like it? in the world, like over there. Do you want me to Google Earth it? Somewhere. Turkey! Oh, it's Turkey? It's Turkey. Amazing. Caria is ancient district of southwestern Anatolia. We don't know what that is, so thank you for the help. So I think, it's, I think it's still in Turkey, though. I'm not sure how okay, maps great. work. So we don't know where it is, but it is. it was on the planet Earth. I'm helping. And this is a great video. Um, <laughs> We are super informative. Anyway, Artemisia of Caria. So this was around like 480-ish BC. It's during the Greco-Persian War or the 50-year war that was between the Persian Empire and uh, the Greek state. Your empire, say it was between my empire. <laughs> it was between my empire and those fucking Greeks. Um, no, I'm sorry, I don't have a problem with Greeks. That was for dramatic effect. Artemisia married the king of Caria when she was like a young girl. They had a son uh, and then her husband died like they all do but her son was too young to take the throne so this made Artemisia the queen of Caria okay the interesting thing about Artemisia is that she women at this time were normally very passive they mm. weren't aggressive mm. and since she's the ruler of Caria she was like fuck this I'm going to fight in this war which is very uncommon for women of the time okay okay all right yep she had like maybe all the women wanted to fight in the war though and she was the only one that had the lady balls to do it Perhaps. Am I fucking up your world right now? No, I love it. Like, whatever. <laughs> Please just destroy everything I've worked so hard for. You're welcome. <laughs> Got him. So she's, her whole life she is surrounded by war. She decides she wants to per participate in it. Um, the things that make her noteworthy that I love about her are her cunning and her subterfuge, yeah. says the internet. Two examples of this um, is when she is, so she's like, she's got boats. She does most of her fighting on the water. Yeah, because she's by the, like, Greece sea mm -hmm. part. Yeah, she's by ocean. Yeah. So... I just going to say, because she's by. Hey! Because <laughs> she's just by. Might be. Who knows? And I thought you were going to say cunting instead of cunning. Oh, I thought you were going to say cunnilingus. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. We've taken a sharp left. Um, so when she was uh, fighting on the water, she would carry both a Persian flag, the flag of her team, and a Greek flag. <gasps> so that if she was being pursued by the enemy, she could just toss that Greek flag up there and like they'd be like oops my bad and leave is that a good way to participate in war I don't know but it worked for her the other thing she did was um, she wanted to take over the city of Latmus which was like the neighboring folks or whatever um, you know what she did instead of going in there with all her people and just fighting she was like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna throw a big-ass party about a mile from the gates to the city it's gonna be ritual, there's gonna be food, music, and dancing, probably some boobies. It's gonna be really great. She had this giant party, and everybody from Latmus was like, well, I, I wanna go to that party. That sounds like a good time. So they like slowly start leaving the city, and they all go to this giant party. It's like if somebody would throw Burning Man right outside the Austin, right? Everybody I would, would go. go. Everybody would go. So the city is emptied. She waits till like everybody's gone, and she's like, hey, army let's let's go and they go to the city and she takes the throne and she just like find her skeepers <laughs> during the second persian invasion 
of Greece. She fought next to Xerxes, who was the fourth great ruler of the Persian Empire. He was surrounded by all sorts of amazing generals and advisors and stuff. And because Artemisia was a badass, she was one of them. She was like the only lady that fought like in his crew. Um, and the Greeks were so offended that a woman would be fighting against them that they put a bounty on her head, okay? There's all sorts of people that they could put a bounty on, but because there was a woman, they put a bounty on, on her head. Um, the bounty was for 10,000 drachmas. How much is, is that in modern money? So back then it was the equivalent of approximately a million dollars, which is a really high bounty. But How much I did, is that? In I did some like quick Googling and some calculating, and I found out that today that is approximately $30.81. <laughs> So nobody's gonna go after her now. That's like not even a reasonable livable wage. The Battle of Salamis was particularly devastating. So at this point, the Persian Empire is winning. They had taken over Athens. They had obliterated the Greeks. What year was this? You know, back then. Oh, okay. okay so Artemisia and Xerxes destroy Athens, which is, was their goal. All of Xerxes' advisors are like, hey, let's go and like annihilate them completely and launch a water attack, a naval attack against them and just snub them out, make them extinct, pretend like they didn't exist. And everybody's like, yeah, let's do it. This is a great idea. And Artemisia was the only one that was like, I'm sorry. So let's not do that. I'm going to read her quote because I want to get it right. Go slow. I'm going to go slow because this is the hard part for me. Spare your ships and do not risk battle for these people are as much superior to your people in seamanship as men to women. Hey. What so great need is there for you to incur hazard at sea? Are you not masters of Athens for which you did undertake your expedition? Is not all Hellas subject to you? Not a soul now resists your advances. So, we have so many things I want to talk about you now. You said semen. I said semen. I meant boats. Sarah meant splooge. She's basically like, you, we're really lame. Did you just call me Sarah? Did you just call me Sarah on Sarah camera? Marie. Did you just Sarah call Marie. me? Did you just call Sarah me Sarah? Marie. I will bite you on your exposed bottom. I have pants on, everybody. No, she doesn't. She does not have pants. <laughs> so she's basically like, "Don't. We're really lame on the water. They're way better on the water. Don't do this. There's no need. You already succeeded in what you wanted to do, which was take over Athens and Hellas." And everybody, everybody else was like, "No, we're gonna do it." Okay. But also, I have a problem with like she's this badass lady doing, and then says that women are lame. Yeah. Was she trying to like uh, politic it? You know. I what don't I know. Mean? But how you could be a woman and stand up there and be like they're better at sea, like men to women. I'm she was really sarcastic. I mean, you're just reading the text. Maybe she's like, mm. maybe she knew what she had to say to try to get them to do what she wanted them to maybe do. Maybe she put some stank on it. Yeah. Maybe she put some stank on it. Yeah. Um, but they didn't work because they were like, no, we're going to go ahead and launch a naval attack. And they did. And maybe was it was propaganda. Like, you know how Marie Antoinette never really said, let them eat cake. She didn't say that. No, she didn't say that. That is so upsetting. Yeah. The, the gossip, the gossip in town was just vilifying the fuck out of her. That's upsetting. Yeah. They launch a naval attack. They are destroyed at sea. Um, this could have been totally avoided because 
that like the Greeks at that point are like leaving whatever city they're in and marching to another city, which spreads them even thinner. So if they had attacked them on land instead of water, they could have destroyed. They're like hungry. They don't have resources. They've been fighting for a long time and they've just been annihilated. So if they had attacked them on foot on land, they would have won. They would have doubled down on their winning. But since nobody listened to this smart lady, who's the smartiest smarty that ever smartied, uh, they got obliterated. And this was a turning point in the war and that, that the Persian Empire could never really recover from. Um, during this battle, however, she was using cunning and subterfuge again. <laughs> cunning. And she was using cunning and subterfuge again. And um, so she was being pursued by an enemy vessel, the Greek. And she was going really, really fast to try to run away from them. And then a friendly ship got in her way. Artemisia made the decision not to try to avoid them and instead just plowed the fuck into them. Okay? So the the uh greeks who were following her were like oh my god our bad we were pursuing our own side and like left um and then the and xerxes is watching from a cliff above and he sees this whole thing happen and he's like dang my women fight like men and my men fight like women <laughs> and he thinks that artemisia hit a, an enemy vessel instead of his own vessel i have so many questions like now even in sports we have shirts and skins we can tell what team everybody's on. Apparently back then, there was no really good way of figuring out who was on what team. So everybody just assumed, based on her action, who who the other people were, right? Did she not have a flag? I guess she didn't have a flag. Maybe it was like a tactic to make war harder. Maybe? I don't know. But anyways, Xerxes saw this and was like... Wait, 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 wait. To make war harder? Like everyone was like, you know what? This war's not hard enough. Let's all advance the... Like, you know how on video games where you play like murder-death level instead of just hard? Wow, okay, never mind. Anyway, that's just kind of the end of Artemisia's story. At that point, Xerxes came back to her and was like, what do we do? Now that he realized he should have listened to her. And she was like, we should stop. And he decided that that was a good idea. So they became passive members of the war at this point, And they didn't really fight anymore. And Xerxes honored her service and bravery by bestowing the honor of her, honor onto her of allowing her to uh, take care of and chaperone her children. His children. What? 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 I'm sorry. What? Apparently during this time it was a big deal. The greatest honor is to be a nanny? Am I hearing that correctly? You are hearing this correctly. Did, did he bestow this upon his male penis having generals? No, it's because she was so amazing that she got to take care of his royal children. Kind of fades into the background uh, watching Xerxes' children for the rest of her life and there's no hubbub about her except for... Um, her death so some parts of the internet say she just died a normal life and there's other parts of the internet that say uh she fell in love with somebody who did not return her love she was so upset that she blinded him uh yep because that's what you do to people who yeah. won't have a crush on you yeah and then despite blinding him she decided she still loved him and was so upset she, I don't know, asked a friend or a prophet or something what she should do. And the prophet was like, to heal yourself of this love, you should leap from a cliff. And she did. Oh. <laughs> and she died. Oh. Okay. Which the only way I can justify this in my brain is she's talking to a friend who's over it and super annoyed at this dumb crush that she has and she won't shut up about. So she's like, well, you should just fucking jump off a cliff. And then Artemisia took them seriously. <laughs> and it, I don't know. I, okay, this might not be fact. Like, nobody really knows what happened, um, but that's Artemisia of Caria, 
who, I mean, there's really not that much about her that's super interesting other than- What are you talking about? She was a, na she was a, a, she was a boss ass bitch. She was an entrepreneur. She, how did she even decide to be, you know, like there's an origin there. I love it. Absolutely. You are not wrong. Yeah. There, there is, I mean, it, the facts that I have from the internet are minimal compared to other women. So it's like, I can't tell much of her life. I'm just like, she flew other flags. Well, I feel like a lot of this is propaganda, right? Like all those boys got butt hurt and we're like, you know what she said? She said that men are better than women here's, anyway. Here's the thing is about 840-ish. Like, how do they know her quote? How do we have that information? Right? I don't know. Uh -huh. who, who knows? But according to the internet, which is always right, this is Artemisia Okaria. She is in a film. What is the film? Uh, ooh, it's the, the 300, and then the, there was the mm. sequel to the 300. Would I do a movie about Artemisia Do you want me to look up the movie? It's 300, I think. I'm it's, never going to finish the, this video. What's the sequel this is, this to is, I just want you all to know, this is like the shortest. There's three. There's four note cards. This is the shortest movie-worthy woman Ooh, I've ever done to date, and it's going to be 30 minutes long. Ri uh, Rise of an Empire. It's 300 Rise of an Empire. Oh, great. She was in a recent movie. Played so, by Eva Green. Cool. Do you know who Evergreen is? She was on Penny Dreadful and she's cool. Oh my god, okay. I only make movies. I only make movies uh, and act in movies. Anyways, would I do a movie about Artemisia? I, I mean, I, I would. Sarah Marie would. I would do it. I don't find this one as particularly inspiring as the others, but I do think it's, I do think she's worthy of having a movie. I just don't want to make it. I would play her. <laughs> I would make the movie and I would make it like um, he said, she said situation. Mm. Yeah. I think the, the, the struggle of being a woman and rising up the way she did and like just, it would be a black comedy because ramming another boat, flying the opposite flag. Yeah. Like, is she amazing or is she an idiot? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> is she playing fair? Is she playing dirty? I think that'd be an interesting take on it. Anyways, that is today's movie-worthy woman, Artemisia of Caria. Thank you so much for watching, and until next time, let's all ram friendly vessels when we're in naval battle. Seamen.